when something bad happens to you, you're going to have a sulking period, y'all. That's the way we're wired, yo. Sulking is a, this, one of the scariest things you can do if you stay in crying mode too long, I guess you can say. Um, it's the longer you stay there, the more unlikely you are to snap out of it. Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? You guys want to meet my assistant? Would you guys like to meet my personal assistant? Personal assistant to Mr. Lalone. What's up guys? We're going to talk about hulking and sulking. Or should I say sulking and hulking. You guys may meet Stephanie tonight. This is not a this is not a virtual assistant. This is my real assistant. We got a chair for her and everything. If she pops in in time, why do I even have these? So come on in. Today I want to get uh, I want to get vulnerable. You guys okay with that? I got notes. Look at that mop. But I just got a haircut. Look at that thing. How you guys doing? Happy <clears throat> Tuesday. I feel like getting raw today. I feel like getting vulnerable. You guys okay with that? I mean really, really, really vulnerable. I mean, I got some stories here of examples when I went from sulking to hulking, hulk smash. You can sulk, sulk, I have trouble with that. I used to have a lisp, I used to lisp, I used to have a lisp, I did. I used to have the lisp, I used to have a lisp as a ute, and I've overcome it, but it can still creep back. So are you going to sulk, or are you going to hulk? That's how I used to say my S's, S -s -s, biting on my teeth, two front teeth, my two front teeth, my top rack and my bottom rack. S -s -s. Yes, it's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> ah, so if you're sticking around, you're sticking around for the long haul. As far as the value goes, well, I did some funny metrics. Uh, just popping on my, uh, popping on my flip-flop. That's why I'm squirming. Um, I'm a little bit too chillaxed for what I'm about to talk about, to be honest with you guys. Uh, I'm going to go through situations in my life when I had the decision to either sulk or hulk. We all have those situations. And let me tell you a little bit about the sulking process. Sulking is a dangerous game. Sulking, sulking, crying about it, crawling into a corner in fetal position. Sulking is an extremely dangerous game to play. When something bad happens to you, you're going to have a sulking 
period, y'all. You just do. That's the way we are. That's the way. That's the way we're wired, yo. We're going to have a sulking period, and the shorter that sulking period is, obviously, the better it is. But the thing about uh, about sulking too long, I was going to I was going to talk about the alcohol slope, the one drink slope. It's like have, I'm just going to have one drink. Well, maybe two. Ah, heck, give me a third one. It's a very slippery slope. Maybe not for all of you, but for most of uh, the population. <laughs> for me, it used to be there was no one drink. That didn't exist. See what I mean? We're going a little all over the place today because I did some metrics. Let's go back to the slippery slope. See, I'm already bing, 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 shiny objects everywhere tonight. Just checking if Steph comes in. She's camera shy, by the way, guys. Just to be clear, Stephanie is my personal, <laughs> that sounds so freaking cool. She's my personal assistant in Ottawa here to help me with, I don't know, how many sugars I'd like in my coffee. No, we're going to do sales and that kind of stuff. However, and she's a programmer. She's a software developer. She just graduated. So she's going to work for me. And she's not a branding expert. She's not a marketing person. She's not, she does not have an online presence. She hates being on video. So she's going to do it tonight. Got a chair for her when she shows up. <laughs> I hope she wants to come on just to say hello. And she's going to be running the business pages, guys. So for the people who are working with me, this is different. This is, uh, Stephanie will be doing clerical duties, programming, uh, fixing the code. If you guys have problems in Branding University, if you guys want to contact me, it, it's, it's come to that point, y'all. It's come to that point. This is such, this is going to be such a ramble fest tonight. I'm warning you, I've warned you, I'm warning you again. I, I'm going to give a lesson, uh, but I'm also going to ramble when Steph pops in, if she, if she gets in before I'm done. If not, we'll do it another day, but it's just going to be, we're, we're just chatting it up. I may engage in a bit, but I want to talk about the slippery slope in it right away. Sulking is a, this, one of the scariest things you can do if you stay in crying mode too long, I guess you can say. Um, it's the longer you stay there, the more unlikely you are to snap out of it. And there are situations in my life where I stayed there way too long and it just, something that's easy to snap out of in the beginning will become extremely hard to snap out of. Now, well, I could start with this. I could start with this video. I have, I fail every day in something. I get, I, I, I'm confronted with failures. I'm, no, I'm actually slammed with failures every day. They can be small, they can be huge, huge, but they are not, uh, I can't sulk on them too long. One of them are these videos, for example. You are seeing this right now on either YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. These videos that I do just of this sort, the, oddly enough, I was talking about my metrics, the videos that 
don't really talk much about business, but kind of talk about, mm, no, I won't say that. The ones that don't talk as much about strategies, like solid, proven, online marketing strategies, personal branding strategies, sales, tend to not get as much people engaging or people contacting me than the raw ones like I'm about to share with you tonight. Tonight I'm going a little, uh, tonight I'm going uh, extra raw though, but the ones where I share about myself, specifically the really uh, weird ones like overcoming the voices in your head or I don't know, how to overcome failure, kind of like today. Tonight's going to be a pretty intense one. Uh, how you can turn your sulk into hulk. Instead of sulking, you want to be hulking. Things like that. Uh, when I did the bully video, the reason I know this is because today I spent a good part of the morning contacting, I was going to say new fans. New fans, y'all! <laughs> new followers, new people on my list. People that purchased courses, actually. People that uh, are engaging all the time and I don't know who they are. They're, they come in all the time, right? But some people keep revisiting and I can see those metrics. So I like to contact them. And I like to ask them how they found me or why they decided to connect with me or why they decided to purchase something or why they decided to join my team. They don't even know who I am. Join my team and stay engaged. It's mostly the people that are staying engaged, the affiliates that are crushing it, and I don't even know who they are. I have affiliates that, they work for me, yo. They don't work for me, they, they're in Branding University, and I have no idea who they are. So as I reach out to them, I'm getting a lot of, well, I started following you because, and then they'll give me the reasons, and it's odd because it's not necessarily, it's not originally because of my good looks. <laughs> that just came out. That is so sarcastic for those of you that don't know me. It's not because of my, my, oh, I'm, I'm just feeling so silly tonight. It's not because of my, uh, I don't know, my mad genius. It's not because of my strategies and skills originally with a lot of people because a lot of people have strategies and skills. They connect with me because of something I, that I've either been through, uh, maybe a mindset lesson I taught based on my experience or they could relate with either a dark time, a challenge, a beautiful time I've had, um, my lifestyle at a certain period in my life, certain things my work ethic, my pieces of me. It's crazy. And I kind of had this inkling a while back that you have to start, we, we, we really have to start sharing more of us, which is when I came up with the concept of story stitching, everybody. Those of you who follow me, you're very familiar with story stitching. I will not, uh, I will not give a lesson, and I teach my students to do the same thing, is if you're going to give a lesson, Take an experience in your life, take a piece of you, a part of you, and integrate it into the lesson so that people learn to know you. Because, go figure, it's, 
I was right. It's not that I was right. It's that the people I followed, the people I currently still follow regularly, the people that have a piece of real estate in my brain, like the Ty Lopez's, the Grant Cardone's, the Gary Vaynerchuk's, the Tony Robbins, I know their stories. I know their stories probably more than you think I know. I research them from a personal level as well. And I pick up on their stuff. Ty Lopez dates the French girls. Ty Lopez used to have a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Ty Lopez's journey, we actually knew a lot of the same people. No, he studied from some of my friends. So a lot of their stories, a lot of the things we have in common, Grant Cardone got rocked. He got, Grant Cardone and I have the same scar. Mine are brass knuckles, but his is a 45 caliber gun. Like he's, what I'm saying is these people's stories, their experiences, the parts of them are what really get me involved and interested in them. And then of course they have the skills. Uh, do I follow anyone for just the skills and just the strategies? I do, but I, they, they don't own any real estate in my brain and I don't follow them religiously. I'm not going to say any names, but like Brendan Burchard, I pick up on some of his stuff because it's useful, but he's not a bad person. He's just, I, I don't, there's not the, there's no direct connection. I can't really relate. Uh, I don't, he doesn't make me laugh. He doesn't make me cry. He doesn't make me think. He doesn't make me ponder. That's just an example. That's like 99% of the people out there. But then you got Gary V. I'm like, I, I get you, bro. I get, I get what you're saying. And I love the way you're spitting it out because it makes sense to me. And I also get the garage sale stuff. Like, and then Grant Cardone, like I just mentioned, he was a drug addict. He got out of that. He was, uh, well, Grant Cardone, there's so many reasons. And then Ty Lopez. Probably the most, probably the most. That, that dude is freaking smart. Did I warn you guys? Did I warn you guys tonight's gonna be a ramble fest? I, I don't even know if I should have titled this from sulking to hulking. I think I should, I think it should have been titled The Rambling Man. I've always wanted, hey, you know what? I've always wanted to title a piece of content the rambling man. I think tonight that's going to be the one. I do. I have, there are no signs of me wanting to shut up. I've been off these lives for almost two weeks now. Well, not true, but I haven't done daily lives for months because I've been hooking up my branding university executives, doing the interviews, working with them. So it's all in the basement, yo. We're going to talk for a long time tonight. Pop in, pop out. Where are you guys from? Where are you guys from? I can not see all platforms, but where are you guys from? Let's start there. For those of you who want to hang out. Hey, let's start with a challenge that I suffered uh, a little while back. It was I wasn't getting any views. Oh yeah, let's start with this. Um, I got, here, here's what I have for tonight. I have a list of bad things that have happened to me. And we're going to get very raw tonight. We're going to talk about losing my job. We're going to talk about me being homeless. We're going to talk about me going to jail, how I handled that. 
We're going to talk about me getting cheated on. We're going to talk about me cheating on someone, how I got over that, because you do have to get over that. For the men out there, hey, I'm going vulnerable tonight. Uh, you guys are going to know some stuff about me tonight that you did not know. We're also going to talk about alcoholism, how that effed up my life. We're going to talk about when my father died. We're going to talk about when I didn't pay my taxes and I owed a quarter of a million dollars. We're going to talk about when I got a huge varicose vein removed and they took out the wrong vein. They took out a vein that I need. We're going to talk about when a company, is she here? Her seat is nice and warm. I can't wait for you guys to meet her. My personal assistant, that is Stephanie. Um, when a company doesn't pay you or when a job doesn't pay you, we're going to talk about what if one of your businesses fail. We're going to talk about what happens when you get fat. We're going to talk about, uh, I think that's a good start, wouldn't you say? <laughs> you think we're going to be here for a while tonight? I think so. All of these situations of mine, and then there's a lot of really bad ones that happened to me where instead of sulking, I hulked. Instead of sulking, I was hulking. Do not sulk. You want to hulk. You don't want to stay in the sulk phase too long because it'll drag you down and it'll be harder to get out of it. Um, I don't talk about drug addiction in this. I don't talk about being thrown in the trunk of a car. I don't talk about getting stabbed. I don't talk about a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. You want to talk baggage? You want to talk baggage? I got baggage, yo. I got baggage. People relate to other things as baggage. I got mental baggage. I got life's baggage. So we're going to start with this. Since I'm on a video and, hey, you know what? This will be a promotion at the same time. Um, kind of. When I do these videos and I used to do these live videos and be like, oh, cool, look how many views I got, a couple of hundred, a thousand, whatever, whatever the viewership will be by the time this thing is done. Uh, different platforms, different views, no real clear call to action. I did this for a long time, um, my first full year. I just did lives, just like I'm doing right now, and I said, okay, well, that was, that was a lot of energy that I used on this video. First of all, I had to come up with content. I had to come up with an idea. I had to perform it. I mean, right now I don't perform anymore, really, because, well, look at me, <laughs> because it's, uh, you get used to it, I think, or I don't know. I just fell into it nicely after a while. It just kind of clicked and so, it depends what the purpose is. If I need to produce energy, I'll go look at Brendan Burchard, yo. I better stop. He's awesome. He's amazing. I, I didn't mean anything bad by it. I just meant I don't, I probably wouldn't be hanging out with that guy in real life, but I would be hanging out with Gary Vee. I would be hanging out with Grant Cardone. I'd be going out for a bite to eat with Ty Lopez for sure. That guy would friggin' feed my brain. So that's what I meant by that. Brendan Burchard is one of the best, has some of the best techniques to produce energy like that. How you all doing? He can, he, he has techniques to do that. And the reason I said that is because even though I look chilled tonight, 
I am actually chilled tonight. But even though um, I'm doing a video and I may look chilled, if it's a, if it's a, uh, maybe not anymore. I am pretty chilled nowadays because I've been doing this for three, almost th four years now, yo. You get used to it if you do it daily, but <laughs> I'm, I'm like putting my foot in my own mouth. Sometimes it takes energy when I require it. And what, in the beginning, here, this is why it works. In the beginning, when I used to do videos, even last year, even two years ago, it used to suck out so much energy. Here we go. Do you guys ever feel like that? Who does videos here? Who does uh, content videos? Who provides valuable content to the masses or to the public? Who's a content creator or curator? Creator or curator? Put it in the chat. I'd like to know. I'd like to review these after. Hey, you know what? Let's connect after. I'm going to go through the comments this time. This is going to be a long one while we're 20 minutes in. Who knows? There is no end in sight, seeing how I even haven't even started my notes yet. Um, who does this? Who does videos, number one? And who feels that it requires a lot of work, time, effort, and energy? Time, maybe not. Some people just go on the fly. Some people know their subject matter very well. Um, some people don't need notes. Some people don't require energy, but I'm going to go ahead and say that 90% of you, even if you look chilled on video, when you're done your video, you're like, that was, that was, that was exhausting. Am I right? I, I'm, I am right. It is exhausting. Even if you look chilled, you're exhausted. Even if you, yeah, it's, lives, doing a live is internally exhausting so here we go here's the challenge for me I couldn't do it anymore if I'm only gonna get a couple of thousand a couple of hundred views that are gonna go away forever what the heck I just yes it's good for practice it's good for to get started it's good to get yourself out there but I am NOT interested anymore to spend time with anybody one-on-one. -on -one. And this is kind of what we do. It's not that I don't want to spend time with anybody one-on-one. -on -one. It's just with technology today. I should have brought my water. I should go grab a drink right there. The fridge is right there. Well, this trip, you just want to come with me? It's going to be a long one. We're going at least four hours tonight, maybe eight. That's how long the live will let me roll. The live will let me go for eight hours, so who knows? Here's what I wanted to say about that challenge. I did not, because I'm big into audience building now, I need to fill up my list. I need my list to grow by, I want a thousand new people per day. It doesn't matter which platform, but in order to do that, at my, at my, uh, at my uh, I was going to say rank, at my caliber, I can't do that. I can't, I can't generate thousands of leads with one live stream video even if it's on Instagram it's on YouTube it's on Twitter this is going on all of them by the way I don't know where you're seeing me right now I don't know which platform you're seeing me but this 
is not going to generate leads unless I spit out calls to action all the time. Most people are not going to sit through the whole live, like 90%. You pop in, pop out. So the viewership's got nothing to do with how many regular audience members you're getting. Most people don't even know how to capture someone with a retargeting pixel. I do now though. So if, you're wa if you have watched me for three seconds tonight, three, three, um, this, oh no, you see, that's my point. That's my point. This is the, I don't know if you're watching the original. The date today is the 20, uh, we are Tuesday. Um, can somebody help me out? Can you put it in the chat? I know we're May. Tuesday, May, um, it was Victoria Day in Canada yesterday, so 21st. Tuesday, May 21st, 2019 today. You could very well be seeing this in 2020. You can. And it will say, was just live. Okay? You guys want to know how I do that? This is why you will know how I do it. Uh, I'm... I'm on June 30th, I'm having a webinar to teach you about immortal content. So what you're seeing right here is not meant to be a promotion. What you're seeing here, if you're watching me, in fact, on May 21st, 2019, you're seeing the real deal. This is when this is happening. I just gave it away. So for those of you that want to know why you're seeing me live, and it's probably... I don't know, it could be December. It could be 2020. If this content works and does well, it will do well. Because like I said earlier, is people are going to get to know me really deeply. The way I'm speaking just now, bro, bro, <laughs> bro, yo, sis, hey, what up, sis? I want Steph to come. Where is she? I should ring her up. She's my personal assistant, after all. The way I'm talking to you guys right now, you're either going to like me or you're not. And I love that so much. You may say, God, what? like right now the value has been like zero. So people are going to say, well, people are going to, this probably will not get syndicated to be honest with you. Let's get into some kind of value. I was getting sick of these videos not generating leads for me after I put all that work, time, and energy into them. So I had to figure out how to make this immortal so that it generates leads for me all the time. And that's what I do with this. Once this is done, I strip it off, well, off. I do it off of Facebook. So I tear it off my personal Facebook wall. And on my personal Facebook wall, this has probably got 10 people watching. I think the most people I've had on my personal Facebook wall is 180, like at one time. That's it. That's it. The most views I've gotten on a video is 7,000. That's like my all-time record. That's nothing. I'm not saying it's nothing, but compared to my financial income, it doesn't match up. It's like I should be getting millions, hundreds of thousands of views at least, you would think. But the reason I'm, I can do well in business is because this doesn't matter. This is here because I'm recording it on this. I'm going to take this once it's done. I'm going to take this and create a piece of content out of, if you're watching this on May 21st, Tuesday, am I right? 
Yeah, we're Tuesday, May 21st. 19th was uh, Sunday, the webinar. I'm getting dry mouth. Maybe I should go take a look for water. You guys mind? No, I'm good. I'm good for a little longer. I'm just talking a lot. Holy crap. I'm going to repurpose. This is the best ramble fest ever because I don't care right now tonight. I'm just, I, I should, probably should, but I'm doing so much testing. It's crazy. The ramble ones, the ones where I just be really, really be myself, but I should get somewhere here. If you want to learn how to do that, you can go to asklalonde.com, A-S-K-L-A-L-O-N-D-E.com slash I-C. I'm going to go through the process of how I strip this off, how I put it into an ad. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you what I'm going to teach in this new course. The new course is called Immortal Content. It doesn't matter what you're teaching on. It doesn't matter if you're selling anything yet. It's an audience building course. And here's how it works. This live that's happening right here, right now, we, I take it down, I reformat it in a certain way, I put it out in a very low priced ad, and then when someone watches three seconds of that video, they fall into an audience. And that's what I do, I start cultivating does anyone know my Twitter reciprocation stuff? It's kind of like that. I hijack Ty Lopez's followers. I hijack Gary Vee's followers. I hijack Grant Cardone's followers. Those are probably pretty obvious because I want to be a combination thereof. So, and a lot of my content, if some of it is kind of Ty Lopez-esque, I'll target it just to his audience members. If it's kind of Grant Cardone-esque, I'll target it to Grant Cardone's, Grant Cardone's uh, followers, uh, audience. If it's kind of a Gary V-esque, I'll do it. But I got something called the trifecta, which is my trifecta. It's all three of them. And then I, if someone watches me for three seconds, three, they come in my audience. Yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Now, once they're in my audience, all I want to do is brainwash them into liking me. So that's, that, that's the process that I do. So as you see this content, it's spinning out to their people. And once they see me once, I got them and I show myself over and over and over to them. With, and it's not always ramble like this. Well, a lot of it is, but I show myself over and over and over to them. And when it's time, seven to one, seven pieces of content just value or just yeah there's a mix there's a mix within the seven out of the seven pieces of content there are two pieces that are going to be ramble fests there everything is has story stitching within as well so they're always going to get to know you a little bit and it's kind of interesting guys it's kind of interesting you look at the pros and at first, I thought it was unintentional, but I learned this from them. I, it's, it's intentional. They're not, they don't just get lucky. The reason we know a lot about who Grant Cardone is, is because he, he stitches his stuff in there. It's intentional. There's no way he gets lucky. I observe their content, 
And they're always saying, just like for me and my wife, and Gary Vee will talk about his wife Lizzie and how they're living the fancy life and how he's, if he could, he'd move back in his mom's basement to make, like, he's using his life in there all the time. So is Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez is, Ty Lopez is the smartest of them all. I'm sorry, I'm, so, I'm sorry very much. I pay attention to those details. So with that being said, the seven pieces that I put out, they're all a little bit different. They have a little bit of a different twist to them. It has to be the right ratio. Those of you who know my content ratios, you know, we got value content, we got CTA content, we got lifestyle content. You guys know my ratios, right? Yes. I'm acting like you guys all know me. Yeah, since you've been following me for so long. I have certain principles and certain formulas that I've just done for so long. I picked up on patterns. Yeah, I just went to the gym. I went to the gym, y'all, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, I work out. Yeah, I lift. This, this becomes fun. And the more fun you have, the results show that you, I'm getting a lot of uh, really, I'm getting a lot of new followers that follow me because of me. And then, but they also are interested in entrepreneurship because that's how we target, right? So they're, gonna, they're going to follow you because they're small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs and, or whatever your niche is, you decide that once, I, once you know how to do this and then they know what you're like. So they start liking you and they start tuning into you and you show yourself to the segments of those audiences that you want to when you want to, as often as you want to. Pretty cool. And it'll pop up in their timelines or in their pre-roll ads on YouTube or wherever you want, depending on the platform. Facebook's an easy one. We're gonna teach on the Facebook one. And then next thing you know, you're, you're like a TV show to them. And that's super powerful. That's what I mean by immortal content. Oh, by the way, seven pieces of free value. And then you can either throw an offer or you can throw an uh, invitation to a webinar where you sell something. Offers work as well too, yo. They do, they do. I got a $97 product today only, uh, $7. I, I've been doing those. I learned that from, uh, I learned that from Ty Lopez actually. I learned that from Ty Lopez. I, yeah, Grant Cardone is starting to do it. And I'm wondering if this is because of Frank Kern. Because Frank Kern's been hanging out with Grant Cardone a lot lately. Frank Kern is another amazing marketer. Probably, probably the best. Pro Frank Kern, probably Frank Kern, probably the best marketer. One of the best marketers on the planet, Frank Kern. He's cool, but again, I just uh, Ty Lopez has a lot of life. Uh, Ty Lopez has a lot of business. Uh, Ty Lopez is just all around smart. Frank Kern is a genius in marketing. Fra yeah, but then you look at Ty Lopez's audience building skills. I mean, the Ferrari's got to come out now for me. The mansion's got to come out for me because do I need all that stuff? No, I don't need all that stuff. But it's just, it helps. It helps. And I, and I understand that stuff. I, I mean, I get it. I started following Ty Lopez because he had a Lamborghini. 
and a bunch of books in his garage. Who saw that video? And because he was hanging around with beautiful women, and he had a huge mansion. And I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people do too. Who are you going to follow? Someone who's got, who lives in the friggin' condo like I do, in the money-making dungeon? Or if I lived in a mansion? It, I, think, I think you can still be humble with that. You can still be humble with that. You know? Totally left curve. So, that was... <laughs> we're going to go eight hours tonight. We're doing an eight-hour marathon. So the challenge on this was because I wasn't getting videos, I wasn't getting views on my lives, I was sulking. I was sulking. I was like, that sucks. I only got 100 views tonight. I got to do it all over again tomorrow. I got to do it all over again next week. I got to stay consistent and just stick to it. And what? What's going to happen? One day I'm going to get 200 views. One day I'm going to get 1,000 views. How's that translating into anything? Oh, well, you could do calls to action. That could work. Okay, that could work. That could work. That could work. That could work with time. If on your, yeah, okay. Yeah, and people could contact you through your Facebook profile. Sorry, guys. That was a little, because I'm thinking I want thousands per day now. So my mindset has changed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, I, I will take that back. Because... Five to ten leads per day is, is, is good. If, if five people contact you per day, you can get rich off that if it's every day. So if you're putting out a video and at the end of your video you say, get in touch with me if you want to know more, you'll get a couple of people coming every day, maybe 10 or 20. If you've got a couple of thousand views, which you can easily work your way through that just on your simple Facebook profile. As a matter of fact, you can. So I, I totally retract what I said. But I was still frustrated because I wanted to create one piece of content like this. Well, I don't know about this one anymore. But one piece of content and have it literally generate leads for me forever. Like that piece of content. Okay? So the more pieces of content I have out there that are doing their thing and showing themselves to new people every day, the more leads are coming in. Every piece of content for me right now will generate between five and 10 leads. Some, some of them will generate one or two leads. Some of them will generate five leads a week. Some of them will generate 40, 40 leads a day. It's hard to say. You got, I just got to throw them up in, in an ad to Ty Lopez's followers and see how many people watch three seconds of my video and see how many got added to my audience. And that's how I decided to hulk instead of sulk. I could have sulked. Does that make sense? That was a really weird one. That was just off the cuff. Off the cuff. Mostly to self, mostly self-promotion. To promote uh, my immortal content webinar. I'm going to have the registration page ready probably tomorrow or the day after. Um, that will be unlimited. So we're not going to have 100 people on that. We're going to have probably a thought. I don't know. I think, I think, I'm not going to limit it, but my, my, yeah, you know what, I will limit it. I will limit it. I don't mean to point at you guys, but I will put a limit on it. You know why? Because I'm creating competition for myself. I am. I thought about that, and it's, it kind of, it was kind of upsetting. It was kind of upsetting to me. I, uh, not upsetting, but I'm like, 
<clears throat> do I want to teach this? Do I really want to teach immortal content the way I'm going to teach it? Because I, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I'm a servant leader. I like to help. But there are some things where I have a, a little bit of the unfair advantage. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I have the unfair advantage because I'm a programmer and I program this stuff. But in this case, once I, I connected a couple of dots, that's all I did. I just connected dots. I knew the power of having a custom audience of your own that you're accumulating of your own where you can show yourself in front of these people as much as you want and they can, literally cannot unsubscribe. You're always in their timeline. I understood that power. Then once I started playing with how to capture these people, because at first I thought it was only through if they land on your blog or if they land on your capture page, but they still have to go to your blog or go to your capture page. And then I started, well, I figured out. I learned, from, I learned these things from different sources, but I kind of combined them all. You know you can get people to fall into an audience if they simply watch your video for a certain amount of time. So if you have someone who watches three seconds, you can have them fall into a certain audience that you create. If they watch it for 30 seconds, you can fall into, they can fall into a different audience, more qualified, so then you could spend more ad money on that segment. If they watch half of the video, if they watch the whole video, well, you better put those people in a whole different audience because those people are your people. They're your people. So that's a, a little more advanced, but not really. Not really. Once you learn how to manipulate those people in a certain way, manipulate, persuade, talk to, show yourself to, <sighs> yeah, you, you can get very, very, I'm just figuring this out this year, really. You can get really famous, yo, like famous. And don't let, the f don't let the people's lives fool you. Don't look at their views and say, oh, you only got a couple of thousand views or a couple of hundred views. You don't know what the pros are doing behind the scenes. I saw Ty Lopez's YouTube video. It had like, I don't know, 7,000 views. It's been up for a week. I'm like, shit, I could get that. But then I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 no. He's retargeting his stuff. I know he is. And he's also spending, uh, he spent over $100 million in ads, him and uh, his buddy there, mentor box guy, Alex. That's, that's, that's big. That's huge. Huge. But <laughs> I'm getting excited. But just with, just, just with this, just with this, just with this one thing, it's going to be fantastic. Just with this one thing about if someone watches your video for a certain amount of time, three seconds, and you put them in one audience, let's keep it simple, and then you could show yourself over and over to them seven times, and then throw them a webinar invitation offer. Ladies and gentlemen, that skill, just that, just the ability to do that, your life has changed. Your life has changed. You'll get rich and famous, You'll get rich and famous. That, 
that's going to come with it. You'll get famous to your fans. No one's going to really know how many you have because you're going to show yourself to certain segments of that or maybe all of them. But it's got nothing to do with your personal Facebook profile. It's got nothing to do with the live as it runs. It's after the fact. Make sense? Probably not. Probably, probably not. Well, this is what I'm teaching in my new course. And this is what I've been reluctant to teach. Very, very, very reluctant to teach because I'm, I, I'm in a bunch of like blue oceans here. I'm doing this and I don't see many people doing this. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing things right now to build my, build my fame that are going to pay off in five years. <laughs> and a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, return on investment. But in a, in a couple of more years from now, it won't be this easy because people are going to catch on. People are going to start doing what, the, what I'm doing and it's going to cost more money to place ads. It's that simple. It's that simple. Right now I get, I'm literally paying, holy crap, I'm telling you guys, I'm literally paying, shit, a couple of pennies for some audience members on a good day. Can you imagine getting 50, 30 to 50 new audience members for two bucks? No, you can't. It's freaking ridiculous. So the reason I'm saying that is because people don't see me doing that. People are not going to see you doing that. Well, you're going to know, holy crap, a lot of people know me. And it's kind of cool because you're going under the, under the radar. People are going to see you on your lives. They'll be like, oh, he's kind of he's, he's popular. But no, you, you, you make money through funnels, guys. You, use, you, you market to those people with a completely separate webinar that has nothing to do with the public. It doesn't go out on the public. It's tailored. You, huh. I hate giving this away. I don't hate giving it away, but I can't give it away tonight. But the concept, what I'm, what I'm, what I just explained to you, that's immortal content. It's content that brings you people following you every single day. As many as you want. We get into that. Do we have a visitor? Oh. Nope. I thought we had a visitor. With someone else, actually. Okay. Where were we? We haven't even started. We're only 45 minutes in. You know we need a one-hour intro, right? So if you want to, I was reluctant to sell this course. I'm selling it for 500 bucks, but I'm giving 100 away for free. Okay, I'm going to explain how that works. If you'd like one of the 100 copies, just go to asklalonde.com, A-S-K-L-A-L-O-N-D-E slash I-C for immortal content. I have a webinar that I'm going to do on June 30th. No, June 30th. No, May 30th. May 30th. Uh, next week, next Thursday. Not the day after tomorrow, but the Thursday after, yo, on the 30th. I'm going to explain how you can get one. Uh, that day, 100 copies will be given away for free. And then the rest will be 500 bucks. But if you get on the webinar, 
I may give out more than 100. If you're on the webinar on the 30th, I'll make sure you guys are hooked up good. Fair enough? You've got to be there live, though. That's the only way. Um, Askalone.com slash um, IC. It'll guide you to a Facebook post. All you got to do is comment on that post. I think there may be 400 comments so far, 300. I don't, I don't even know. The comments keep coming on. My robot will hit you up, but he's only going to hit you up, I think it's like seven minutes after. He's timed. So leave a comment. My robot will hit you up with more information. And that's how, you, that's how you'll get your stuff to show up. Now, I don't know whether I should just cut this off and save these topics for a whole other live or not. I'm going to keep going because the whole, the whole point of this was, this was crazy. You see? You see why uh, I'm single? <laughs> oh my God, poor girl. You see why I'm single? Could you put up with this, ladies? It's freaking crazy. It's not true. I'm just on a live and I haven't done a live for a while. I'm really not like this. If I were like this, I couldn't sell. To sell, you got to listen. I'm going to go, I'm going to give you a couple of uh, situations where I had to hulk, hulk instead of sulk. Now, you know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to just cut this off and start over them because this is good content. It's really good content. And I feel like I wasted a crap. I wasted an hour. I don't think I even talked about anything. I think I literally just hung out with you guys. Ah, uh, okay. Let's let's do let's do a couple. Uh, when I lost my job, am I going to sulk, or am I going to Hulk? Boom, Hulk or sulk? That's my term. It's trademarked. Don't steal it. I will sue you into the Stone Age. I will talk of, well, we could talk about suing people in one of these things right here. We're going to start with when I lost my job. When I lost my computer job, my first, the first time, oh shit, no, oh crap. The first time I lost a job wasn't computers. It was, wow, lost a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs. That's gonna get now. This is gonna get quite vulnerable. I'll tell you what. Because I mean, I was gonna talk about losing my job instead of sulking. How I decided to hulk. I was gonna talk about when I was homeless instead of for food. For me, the. Let's go. Let's do this. When I lost my job, <clears throat> what I would do instead of sulking, which it was. Not hard for me to not sulk because when I lost my jobs, jobs, it was always, I always got a better job every single time. It was always a better, a better, a better, a better job. And that was just a mental state. But going from sulking to hulking, in other words, smash, let's go, instead of saying, eh, and crying about it, instead of playing victim, you go out. And you, you just hulk through the situation and prevail. It's kind of, I'll give you some tricks. But for this one, for the job one, it was easy for me, that one, because 
I never liked my job, so I never would cry about it. I was actually kind of happy every time I got, f yeah. So I don't know if I would consider that <clears throat> a challenge for me. I think I'd consider every time I got fired a blessing. For me, for a lot of people, it wouldn't be that way. So what I recommend you do, I still got pissed off though. I still got pissed off. I still got pissed off and I used that energy so that Hulk smash, I did. Now, if you are not liking your job, you're, not, you're still not gonna, you're not gonna sulk, but you are still gonna Hulk because it'll still piss you off that they fired you. And that's what I did. Every time I got fired, as a matter of fact, I kind of got madder and madder and madder and madder and madder. So every time I got a new job, it was always a better job and a better job. I got fired again? Well, I'm going to get even a better job now. I'm going to show them. So that's how I went from sulking to hulking, except I completely skipped the sulking phase. It was like immediately to hulk. That's a little something about me. And just so you guys know, my story says I had 21 jobs by the time I was 25. That's pre-computer. I had a lot more than 21 jobs. Yeah, I was fired from most of them, including my last one. My last one was the best one. The, the, my last job, six years ago, uh, was a government contracting computers. What was it? It was for a banking system. It wasn't the Bank of Canada. My job got fired from that too. Um, I got fired for uh, all kinds of reasons, actually. If you must know, would you like to know? <laughs> I mean, I could start c collecting them. Mostly it was, uh, I got, sometimes I worked on my projects at work and I got caught doing that. I mean, we're going to be vulnerable, right? Uh, sometimes it was uh, yeah, my projects at work. Sometimes it was, one time it was alcohol. One time it was drugs. One time it was, uh, well, the most common ones were lack of focus because I was working on my own entrepreneurship projects and I got caught doing them. Um, Sometimes it was um, talking back to the bosses. Sometimes it was uh, doing things my way because I had the better way, even though they wanted it done a certain way. There you go. Is anybody hiring, by the way? Anybody out there hiring? <laughs> Put that on your resume, Mark Lalonde. Um, oh, criminal record didn't help. Criminal record didn't help. I mean, I'm getting ultra vulnerable. Um, um, I could get more vulnerable when it comes to losing my job if you want me to. Seeing the wrong girl at work. There was seeing. Okay, now I'm just getting more. I'm getting too. I'm getting too, 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 too much info. There's vulnerable and there's too much info. So. There we go. Yeah, I'm in that mood. I, I better chill. I better chill. I'm in like, I'm way, way, getting way too comfortable. I just saw Brene Brown. Uh, what is it? Get the courage or to be courageous. Uh, do, uh, being vulnerable. You guys know Brene Brown on Netflix? Call, a Call to Courage, I believe it's called. She's pretty cool. 
She's a cool chick. She's cool. I mean, she's a great speaker. She's extremely educated. That's what I like as well. But with all of her education, she got vulnerable on one YouTube video and it went from like, she says it like, one day's four views, 10 views, 6 million, 18 million, 28 million. Like, so one of her videos went viral and it's because she was vulnerable. Kind of like I'm attempting to do now, but it, it, it made sense to me. So that was just not vulnerable there. That was just too much information. There is a difference. There is a difference. Okay, let's talk about being homeless. There, that's going to be vulnerable. But the thing is, because I'm so beyond that, and I'm so grateful for my... Uh, I'm grateful that I was homeless. I'm grateful that I had to do crazy, unthinkable things to eat at times. I had to do crazy and unthinkable things to find a place to sleep at times. I'm so grateful, yeah, for those experiences that I'm, uh, I don't say the story with much sadness or much uh, like pain. Because when I look back on those moments, uh, I just connected with an old, uh, I was gonna say an old flame. I just connected with an old friend. Uh, she's on Facebook and I connected with her and just yesterday, just a song came on. A song, when I don't play my iPad or my iPod, uh, my, my friggin' iTunes, when I'm going through YouTube, if I leave it idle for a while, sometimes they'll go in my library and just start playing a random song. Just like completely out of the blue. And this song came on and it was from a time when I was with someone, hanging out with someone, and we had some adventures, me and her. Like, I mean, like, crazy adventures and it brought me back I was in I was thinking back of that yesterday about the hard times the really hard times so I actually think about those times and I smile I smile in a way that I can't believe you figured out how to eat that day I remember that time Mark as I talked to my, as I says to myself so I'm telling you I'm trying to be vulnerable but I'm I couldn't be more grateful for those experiences. So instead of sulking, let me tell you what I did. When I was homeless, I was homeless for quite a while, guys, quite a few years on the street, like no, no roof over my head, like for real. <laughs> I mean, and no, I, I found ways to eat. We have soup kitchens and stuff, but in my situation, I didn't always have access to them. So let's, let's get going. For food, I eat extremely well. I did, because I worked from I, I, I worked hard for it. I worked hard for my food. Stephanie's gonna come in while I'm talking about this. She'll be like, I don't know if I want to work for you anymore, Mark. You're kind of like you got a lot of baggage. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, see, I could go through the examples. I think I will. I did, I worked hard for my food because. I did a lot of, I did the rounds. What do I mean by doing the rounds? I used to go in the back of restaurants, in the back of bakeries. I used to always consistently go back there in the garbage areas. Some, and quite often, 
just through sheer persistence and consistency, I used to find the restaurants that, where they would put, would I say the uneaten meals? The food that's about to go bad. Would I get into half-eaten plates of food? No, I didn't have to. Because they were, they'd get rid of like, um, pastry was a big one, like Tim Hortons. Uh, when, I'd know when they take out a bunch of donuts, I'd know what the bags would look like. I'd know where to go to find them. I'd know where to go to find the, even sandwiches and delis, certain delis on Wellington. Like I just knew the areas, I knew where to go. And I didn't share those secrets with anyone because I was surviving. But what I'm saying is a lot of people were sulking. They were sulking. They were like, I'm starving. I can't eat. Like it was, it was it's pretty, um, the homeless world is pretty brutal, guys. <laughs> I will have you know, you don't want to be there. But when I was there, I had no choice, so I decided to hulk. You see how that worked? Instead of sulking, I would do some hulking. And sure enough, I eat very well. I eat very well. Considering, I mean, out of the garbage, I eat very well. Um, as far as sleeping went, I worked my ass off and I panhandled. I asked people for money. I shined shoes, yo. I did what I had to do to come up with change, come up with money. Oh, oh boy. Seeing who joins us. I just, I'll have to call her if I see her. You can't miss her. I can't, I can't, I can't miss her. I don't want to miss her. I don't want her to go upstairs. Okay, so um, places to sleep. I did my share of sleeping in parks and sleeping in stairwells when I was homeless. I'm, I'm not homeless. Those of you just tuning in, I'm doing okay today, by the way, just so you know. When I was homeless, I used to do my fair share of sleeping in stairwells when it was cold, sleeping in parks and jungle gyms, under trees, in cozy in bushes, and that was just too exhausting. That took it, that friggin' takes his toll. I didn't, even, I didn't have a car to sleep in. So that takes its toll. If you can't get into the shelter in time, which was quite often, my situation was tricky, guys. I had a, uh, again, I don't want to give you too much information, but a lot of nights, most nights, I had no bed to sleep in. So I panhandled. I begged for change, but I didn't beg. I tried to, I was persuasive. It's so weird to, this is a little weird to say. This one's a little weird to say. Um, I used some skills to sweep up in a restaurant and offer my services. I'll mop up your whole floor for like two bucks so I could buy myself half a sandwich. Or What I did was I saved up my money. I did actually pretty well panhandling. I did. I did, I did okay, because I was persistent and I kept asking for change. Had to survive, yo. I'm not embarrassed about it. This is me, this is what I had to go through. And I used that money mostly to get, uh, to have places to sleep. Because there's a lot of drug addicts in that world. So 10 bucks could get you two nights on the couch, I'll tell you that much. 20 bucks, 40 bucks, you got yourself a week rent on a couch.
if they're uh, tweaking and they need their hit. Wow, that was, again, a little too much information, but those are perfect situations where instead of sulking, I decided to do some hulking. Do not sulk, hulk. Those of you just tuning in, when you get a bad situation, when you are confronted with a bad situation or a bad circumstance, do not sulk, hulk. I do that just so I have an opportunity to flex. I'm just joking, maybe. The beach is out of way. Let's go, jail. Wanna talk about jail? Would you like to talk about my time inside, y'all? Would you like to talk about my time inside? Would you like to know how long I was in jail for? Would you like to know what I went to jail for? You probably do. And I'm not going to tell you. I, I can share that. Um, that's where I did most of my growth, actually. And I don't mean muscles. I got big in jail, though. <coughs> I was bigger than this. I was, yeah, no, I'm good now. I'm, I kind of, I, I kind of caught up to my jail days. I got, uh, I got a lot out of jail. I got a lot out of my short stay. It was less than a year. We can keep it at that. Less than a year, okay? Be between six months and a year. It's fair to say, right? Between that, is it, would that make me an awful person? I had to steal stuff to survive. Can we just stick with that? To eat? To, that's why I went to jail? Can we leave it at that? I'm not going to give you more. There's different situations when I had to do some unthinkable things and I regret it and the past is the past and I don't get offended if you call me a next criminal. It is what it is. I'm a better man now and that's as far as I need to say. Oh, I think I just saw a little, a little, uh, little spirit orb. I'm telling you guys, it's just dust. Because if it was not just dust, I just saw something go in the lens. Oh, answer me this. Do spirit orbs, would I see them in the lens? Because then actually, I didn't see it in front of my face. Like I didn't see it here, but I saw it in the lens. Would that have been a spirit orb as I was saying that? Maybe it's saying, Mark, slow down. I'm going to tell you about jail, guys. I'm going to tell you about this is beautiful for sulking and hulking. I could have sulked. Believe me, I was, pardon my French, I was scared shitless the first time, the first day I went in with 41 other prisoners. I was in the range. I wasn't in solitary confinement. I, it's, I, I stole food, yo. Like, I mean, I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't kill anybody. You know what I mean? I, that's enough about that. But what I want to say is that I was terrified. I was friggin' terrified, yo. Never been, I've never been in a situation like that before. Who has? Well, maybe many of you have. Maybe many of you are about to go in. I don't know. This is going to be seen by, when I'm big and famous, this will be seen by a lot of people. So let me share with you a couple of things that I learned inside of jail. Inside of jail. In jail. And we're not talking Facebook jail here, okay? In case those of you just tuning in, I learned that you got to be, you, perception, you know, we say you have the perception of a leader. I was a big guy. I had to instantly be tough, <laughs> even though I wasn't tough. Oh, well, not when I went in, 
not really. I wasn't really. Well, maybe a little bit, but not really. So perception was super freaking important. It was key. I had to be tough as soon as I got there. As soon as I got there. It was crazy. And it worked. It worked. I was, I channeled my fear into being mean. I had to. I felt I had to. But then I realized, but it was necessary where I was. Uh, it was necessary where I was. It wasn't a really tough jail. Well, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it wasn't very tough. I mean, I'm talking like, uh, I better slow down there. I don't want to get too graphic, but I mean, it was, for me, it was, it was tough. Well, yeah, of course it was. Beatings and all that stuff. Still, people still got the crap beat out of them. Okay, Mark, here's my point. <laughs> Mark, I'm looking at myself on the thing. People are like, what the heck is this guy doing? Like, what's, what's he talking about? I could have sulked or I could have hulked. I decided to become super resourceful, be very acute to what's going on. Okay, what, what the heck, what, the situation I'm in, how can I prevail here? I need to prevail. I can't go, I need help, please. No, you're on, you want to talk about the walk alone, yo? That was the walk alone. I'm like, okay, now I, it's, I have nobody to ask anything. Let's get really, let's, let's friggin' pay attention to what's going on. Pick up on patterns quick and make it happen fast. So I, I hulked the crap out of that place. I really did. Relationships were super important. And I'm not talking about beating people up. You do have to do some of that, though. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about listening and having real conversations with other prisoners. Eye contact, listen to them, be interested, just like you would in business. Just like you would in business. Be interested. Talk to them. Build friends. A lot of these prisoners, well, prisoners, I shouldn't call them that. They're people. <laughs> they're friggin' people. Yeah, they're labeled as prisoners. They were friggin' awesome guys, dude and dudettes. They were awesome people. I got to make real good friends. I did. We did not keep touch, though. That's when the relationship ends. But you know what? I'm kind of sad a little bit because I did make some good friends. Yeah, but some friends are, some of those people are not coming out. <laughs> we'll put it that way. And if they do come out, they're going right back in. So yeah, I had, but I do miss, I do miss a lot of those guys. I made some really good friends in there. Relationships was crucial. I learned that early because I decided to hulk. I decided to go up to the toughest guys and talk to them and ask them about their families, ask them about their brothers, talk, be vulnerable with them, create relationships. If you're not, that is not your natural instinct to go up to the first guy that weighs 340 pounds with a spider web tattoo on his neck and create a relationship with him. I had to make the conscious decision. I need to hulk right now. I need to step up and I need to get out of my comfort zone and start making friends. And guys, you make friends in that place, no one's touching you. It's beautiful. Well, it's beautiful. It was beautiful. 
I mean relationship after relationship after relationship. What do you call that? You call that a network. I created such a strong network at Valtetro. I know it's minimum security, Valtetro, but I created such a solid network that I was, uh, I had to use some physical force too, but just to prove to my boys that I could, I could, I could get the job done if need be. But here's the thing, because I decided to hulk instead of sulk, I could have easily went and laid down on my piece of foam there that they give you on the cement. But instead of laying on that piece of foam for the first three months until you get seniority, the next three days later, I had the bottom bunk in the luxury friggin' in the luxury cell because with with the friggin' vice president of the cell. Because I started talking, got out of my comfort zone, I decided to hulk instead of sulk. Got it, guys? Makes sense? As a matter of fact, as a little humble brag, I got so influential in there that I became vice president when the vice president left. Has anyone been inside with me? <laughs> I don't know. It's on my Facebook wall, too. You get? I don't know. I know some people know about that time in my life. But yeah, I mean, it's a very, uh, there's a committee inside of Quebec jails, or the Valtetro is very committee-like, politi very political. And I mean, I, I was vice president, yo, best position in the house. You don't want to be president. I was, I was a VP of the, of the whole block. So I had my own store. I, I started a business in jail. I, it's all because I decided to hulk, because I actually had, you know, you guys know canteen <laughs> canteen is like every week you can go and buy stuff people send you money well I had a girl send me money because I I had a way of doing it <laughs> through computers yo I had a way to get someone to send me money and I used to buy a bunch of product like uh, well, yeah product chips chocolate bars letters pens whatever and have big Tupperwares and whenever people needed them, I had to, I would give it, lend it to them, and they had to pay me double at the next week. And if they didn't pay double, well, we had to enforce that, or they'd take advantage of you. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm about to go a little too, about to go a little too far. But it, it was very surprising. Once you start hulking through situations instead of sulking through situations, you find yourself extremely like the Hulk, Hulk smash. And oh, I'm super grateful for jail, super grateful for my time inside. Even though it wasn't long, even though it was minimum security, it was a beautiful thing for me. It's, but uh, the moral of this lesson is I decided to Hulk instead of sulk. If I would have started, if I would have sulked in the beginning, I would have been a little bitch in there, if you know what I mean. And I don't mean it. I don't mean that in a like a Grant Cardone way. When Grant Cardone says, "Stop being a little bitch," I'm talking. I would have literally been somebody's little bitch. And you don't want that in a ma all male jail. Too much information. There's a good example of that. So that's how I took an experience, an unfortunate experience. I shared two with you. 
losing my job, homelessness and jail. I shared three of them with you. Um, should I talk about when I got cheated on? No, I don't think I'm going to talk about that one. The first time I got cheated on was so, uh, so hard that I sulked for years. So I'm not, and I never really hulked out of it. It kind of did, that was, the first time I got cheated on was many years ago. A lot of years ago, almost a decade ago. And uh, yeah, about a decade ago. When that happened, I can't use that as an example because I wasn't able to hulk my way out of that one. I wasn't able to. Today, could I? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about that kind of stuff today. But what, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. That one, I don't know. I, that one hurt me too much. That one, I wasn't able to hulk out of it. I basically laid in bed for two years almost. And then I'm lying in bed. Just like Brian Wilson did. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Why did he sleep for two? Why did he lay in bed for two years? Is it because he got cheated on? I know he was in bed for two years. The Beach Boys singer, Brian Wilson. Maybe it's because someone cheated, a girl cheated on him. Uh, but uh, I, there's a flip side to that coin. I also cheated on a girl before. I did. And I had to get over that. Whoa, this is taking like such a weird direction. My bad experience was supposed to be this. When I got cheated on, how did I hulk instead of sulk? Well, the lesson in this one was that sometimes you're going to have to hulk or you're going to die sulking. For me, I was sulk, 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 sulked. And then there was a point where I was going so down, 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 that I had to somewhat hulk. And the only way I could figure out how to do it at the time, I know more about that now a little bit, but at the time was a substitute. I had to shift my focus to another, another girl. I did. I didn't, yeah, I tried to do self-therapy and I wasn't able to. It, it, it hurt me that bad. So I had to use a substitute. Now look, please, everyone watching, I am no shrink. I am no frigging love doctor. Believe me, I am no love doctor. It's not my specialty at all. I'm bad at this stuff. So don't take this advice for yourself. I just want to share with you how I couldn't figure that one out, how to hulk out of it. For me, I had to find, when I focused on another girl, I had somewhere to put my love towards. Because my love was just sitting there. I, know, I had no in the love. But I was still young. I was, you know, I was young. I was in my mid-30s, you know, young. I should have probably not gone there. Um, but then I cheated on a girl right after that. So maybe that was my, no, there is no excuse for that. But I did, I did instead of sulking about, oh, now, now, it's, now it's getting weird. Um, when I cheated on a girl, oh yeah, I did. I can't believe, now this is real. Now this is good. This is vulnerable. This is a lot of information. This is information I actually don't think I wanted to share on this originally, but how many guys will admit that, right? I cheated on a girl and I, it hurt more. It hurt almost, yeah, it, it hurt, it almost hurt. No, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like this. This is, this is sound like, oh, poor you. 
it hurt a lot because I hurt the girl a lot and see I, I don't want to play victim because I'm, the, I'm at fault so it doesn't sound right but for me not to do that again in the future for me not to ever do that again I couldn't just say to myself I will not first of all it's over uh, gentlemen uh, if you cheat on a girl it's over it's over for me it was over the, I don't give too much information but yeah I, I messed up a really freaking good thing really good a beautiful thing I messed it up and it was over there is no coming back from that gentleman just so you know there's no coming back from it don't do it <laughs> perfect time for Stephanie to walk in it's not her though well okay that was probably a friggin spirit orb that didn't like what I just shared Wow that was freaky I just stretched it okay now I'm really uncomfortable folks so what I did was I pictured her face when she left me I actually I pictured the girl's face when she left me after I cheated on her and that caused me to never do it again or never want to do it again or be super against it I don't judge people but uh, as far as for myself goes that worked for me was picturing the pain on her face it was I even tried thinking about it now it's awful I'm a mess right now just thinking about it actually so yeah uh, how I don't know if that I don't know if that has anything with hulking instead of sulking but if I wouldn't have uh, hulked through no it's got absolutely nothing to do with hulking and sulking it's got to do with don't cheat on girls guys you're gonna not be able to get over it and if you do get over it there's something wrong with you probably oh, I can't get this angle anymore that threw me off completely huh yeah that was just uh, that, that, yeah I, I kind of lost my train of thought right there so that was kind of a waste of time the whole thing about cheating on and getting cheating on cheated getting cheated on and cheating on in other words I did not know how to handle that Hulk I did not know how to Hulk through the situation of getting cheated on I did it through finding another girl and cheating on her apparently that's what appears to have happened so let's take this one as how not to hulk through that situation let's take this one as Markle alone doesn't know how to get out of that situation Wow I can't believe this is on the internet I can't believe this is on the internet yeah well shall we move on we're only a hundred well, I was gonna say hundred hundred and twenty two minutes in but heck we're 60 80 minutes in one hour 22 minutes yeah we're about to, we're, we're just we're just getting started um, when my father died how about that one should we go through that one when my dad died how did I hulk instead of sulk that was actually pretty significant to be honest with you because I could have sulked 
big time. Well, yeah, of course. There was, there actually was a sulking period. There actually was a sulking period. I know what to do, just like this. There we go. Yeah? There we go. There was a sulking. Oh, of course. I lost my father to a massive heart attack unexpectedly at 54 years old. So there was a massive sulking period, but it wasn't very long. It was important that I did not stay in that sulking period very long because that was uh, that was a rough on uh, should I bring him into this that was rough on the rest of the family that was rough on my brother it was rough on me but let's get comfortable here I'm all antsy I'm getting into some touchy stuff let me take a breath <sighs> okay um <clears throat> okay, we're talking about, for those of you tuning in, when you get faced with a tricky, a challenging situation, a painful situation, you have the choice to either sulk or hulk. You have that choice. And I highly recommend you hulk through it. You power through it. Sometimes it's not so easy. Sometimes it's not so hard. So here I am this on this fine evening sharing with you some experiences of mine where I actually I chose to hulk. Except for the last one. The last one should not even have been in here because I sulked and I didn't hulk properly. With my father, however, I did hulk properly. Uh, when he passed away of a massive heart attack unexpectedly, I was working at Farm Boy, which is like a grocery store with my brother. And we got the news at Farm Boy and he couldn't continue to work, my brother, because he was, it was just, it was very, very, it was very difficult to handle. Um, anybody would sulk if they lose their father or any of their parents, but I couldn't. I had to, I, I had to, I had to hulk immediately. I had to try. I had to translate my, uh, my pain into fuel. It was like the pain was such a, a driving force to something. The pain was like a driving force to either sulking hard or hulking hard. And it literally was. When my father passed away unexpectedly to a massive heart attack, you've all heard it a million times if you follow me, he, uh, I, I chose to hulk with ha literally anger, like I was mad. So as my brother quit the job at Farmboy, we both worked there. You can imagine working with us, what that would be like, if you know anything about my brother or me. It was quite, we had some fun times. <laughs> Maybe a little bit troublesome, but a little bit troublesome, but he quit. He had, he had a, quite the sulking period. I had the hulking period. I went back to work, taking no prisoners, kicking ass, taking names. I was like getting promoted, promoted, promoted until I headbutted with the manager, got fired, 
well, not literally headbutt, but that did happen with someone else. I, I got in a war of words with the boss and I got out, but then I kept hulking. I got into the computer industry, 100 grand a year, boom, 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 boom. So if I would have chose to sulk when my father passed away, I would have been in a pretty dark place early and uh, I wouldn't have uh, kept, uh, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have broke through. That's when I broke through. That's when I realized I could do certain things. That's when I realized if I walk into 30 offices, roll up my sleeves and say, I'm the guy for the job, that five out of 30 are gonna wanna see me again and I'll get two of those jobs. That's when I realized that it doesn't matter if they say no, there's how many IT companies in my city alone. That's when, it, that's when I realized that once I detach myself from the outcome, I can't have anything I want. There's so, many, so much opportunity everywhere. That's when I realized that. So as soon as I didn't give a crap about the nose, as soon as I could get the most nose out of the way, I could go and keep going. And there's more, there's yeses there. I just, I just got to uncover them. You got to uncover them, yo. It's like a friggin' scratch and win ticket. How many spots do you have on the scratch and win? Oh, that's not a winner. Oh, uh, oh, there we got a winner on the third shot. Oh, no winners? Oh, let's get the next scratch and win. Let's scratch. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, we got a winner. Another winner. Same thing. I love that. Life, life is a scratch and win ticket. If you're not scratching off those spots, I'm, put, I'm making, that's a quote. Mark Lalone. Life is like... Uh, Forrest Gump already did it with box of chocolates. But life is a life, success is like a scratch and win ticket. If you don't scratch off the spots, you ain't gonna get a winner. <laughs> Not so good quote, but that's when I realized it was because of that tragedy and because of the fact that I decided to hulk instead of sulk that I got not only got out of the situation, but a tragedy changed my life for the better, believe it or not. There we have it. That one works. Um, taxes. Should we talk about when I got a quarter of a million dollars in debt? Should we go into that one? We're only an hour and a half in, guys. Uh, who wants to hang out with me in person? Any takers? Who wants to go out for dinner? Who wants to go hang out? I'm not like this in person. I talk way more in person. Ah, oh, shoot. Okay, let's go into uh, how many more do we have to go through? I think we're done. Oh, shit. No, we're not. Oh, shoot. No, we're not. Vericos vein. Company does not pay you. A business fails. You get fat. Okay, uh, let's go into taxes. Let's go into taxes. For my American friends, this is an important one, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Maybe there will be a lesson learned here for you because as a proud Canadian, we don't go to jail for not paying taxes. Did you guys know that? We can't go to jail for not paying taxes or I would have, or I would have done time for that too. I was a quarter of a million in debt, not that long, not that long ago. Well, yeah. Ten years, ten years ago, eleven years ago. 
I say it was 11 years ago because that's when I started doing drugs, hard drugs, bad drugs. 11 years ago, I call it, uh, uh, let's not get into it. Let's not get into that world. I don't have drugs on here. That was a whole other chapter. I'm not going, I am not going there, not even when I go into my most vulnerable state. No. But I do have alcohol in here somewhere. Guys, I don't know how long you want to hear about my, uh, my defects. Oh, my audience will probably drop. So that's something I'm also going to gauge on uh, before. That's another reason why you don't want to uh, syndicate to your entire uh, custom audience. You're going to use some content and some content will actually spike your audience spike the engagement. I'll teach you guys that in the immortal content course. And some pieces of content will start dropping your audience. So you have to be careful what you put out there when you syndicate it. Right now, this is just on the lives. This is on Twitter Live, YouTube Live, Instagram Live, and Facebook Live. Is that it? That's it. So the most damage this can do is none. Uh, the, the maximum views this will get on all platforms is 20,000 views on including Twitter. All platforms, including all, all platforms. Maximum is 20 grand. Can it go viral? No, this won't go viral. Why would this go viral? If it does, I'll take it. <laughs> if, it if, if this goes viral, then I'm not losing any audience members because it's going viral. <laughs> if something goes viral, you're not losing audience members. It doesn't matter how bad it is. You're gaining audience members because it's gone viral. <laughs> it's like, even if you're getting like one thousandth of everyone, these are new people. It's viral. So it's not going to go viral. But when I start testing this against my, my custom audience, I don't show it to all my custom audience. I put it in segments. So I'll start out by showing it to maybe 10,000 people. And then I'll see how the engagement's going, see how many followers are dropping out from those people I showed. And if people start dropping out, I stop showing it. I take it down. It's, I don't syndicate it to the rest of my people. That's important because let's go to this one right here. Um, let's go to when I started drinking on these things. Well, shall we go there? Yeah, I was going to go into the taxes, but I'm going, to start go I'm, going to, I'm going to cover the one, how to hulk instead of sulk. That's the topic today. I lost 90% of my audience when I started in this business. Two years into this business, online providing value, online marketing, personal branding. I, I was also doing network marketing, which is like direct sales. I was also doing uh, online courses. I was building my audience. I was teaching how to use social media to build people's businesses to make more sales. I started in this business about four years ago now, over four years ago. About a year and a half in, maybe two years in, I started making $100,000 per month. And I freaked out. This is the bad thing that's about to happen. Yeah, something bad is about to happen. Um, and, I, and instead of sulking, I decided to do some hulking. You ready? Here we go. This is a pretty tough one. Tough pill to swallow. But thank God I hulked. Because I almost quit this whole industry. I, well, 
some of you have said, why didn't you? There's a point here. I was so excited about making a million bucks per year. To me, guys, and to probably most of you, it's unfathom, unfathomable. To me, it was, it was ridiculous, guys. When I, made my, when I broke 100000 in one month in income, selling stuff online, I, I've always sold stuff in, in, my, in my life. But the ability to start placing ads and stuff gets sold through the ad and then, holy crap, just put more money into your ad and you sell more stuff. As long as you're selling more than how much you're spending on the ad, just put more. And generally speaking, it will go up. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like that concept. And then you get, I don't know, you get obsessed with it a little bit. Would you, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I mean, I was getting obsessed. Hey, when I was making, when I was making sales without having to talk to people and I was doing it through videos, I'd do my sales once. I'd be like, hi, my name is Mark Lalone. Do I ever have what you're looking for? So honored to have you watch my video today. I'm super grateful. And it's a pleasure to meet you. I would do that on videos, just like I would do it, like if I meet someone. And it did this, almost the same thing. And I could put that video in front of the people that were looking for what I, whatever I was selling. I did it with all kinds of things. When that started working, I got so freaking obsessed. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. That's it. No girlfriends, no nothing, no boyfriends, no friends. Money making dungeon. I think that's where the term began, begun. I go, it was on my first video ever. They're like, first, my first, yeah, I, I did say it in my first video. And that was random, by the way. I go, I was super, I was crapping my pants on my first video, sweating like a madman. I go, welcome to the money, um, welcome to the money making dungeon. Money making dungeon. All nervous and stuff. So it was a money making dungeon because that's all I focused on. And then the more I did it, I'm like, oh my God, like, 20 grand this month, 30 grand, 40 grand, 60 grand. When I broke $100,000 per month, many of you do, many marketers do this, but for non-market, for non-online marketing, social media, personal branding people who teach this stuff. If you don't do that, it's a lot of money. When you start doing it for a long time and you start doing webinars, you understand that yeah, it's seven figures is what, what, what you, that's, that's your salary for knowing these skills. <laughs> He's like, all I did was I, I got into a skill that pays that. It's like a doctor makes so much and uh, uh, a construction worker makes so much. They both work hard, but the doctor will make more because that's the salary for a doctor. The salary for a personal branding specialist, personal branding, online marketing, and social media marketing specialist, it's, it's seven figures if you are a professional. That's what it is. That's what it is. So I'm not special. I just got into a, a field or a, a trade, a field that pays that. 
So getting into this field, I was not used to that. I partied hard on the internet. I did. You guys probably won't remember a lot of it because I lost 90% of my followers. I did. Companies I was working with wanted nothing to do with me. Seriously. You think you can't get fired from a, from a company or not fired? Yeah. Well, ostracized, you can. I used to go on lives. I used to go on lives drunk all the time. Drunk. It's bragging, taking my friggin' checks and showing them. I went to the ATM. I'm taking out money. I'm friggin' giving a bunch of homeless people, which is, that's not bad, but I was doing it all drunk and I was, uh, what, showing my friggin' ATM thing and I was drunk doing that. Um, and then I got pretty, uh, pretty cocky. So that will never happen again. He, he, here's what I decided to do. I could, I lost, I lost 90%, 90% of my fan base. I was still able to make money though, because I, I was understanding webinars, but audience was important to me. Audience is the most important thing to me. I need to be, I need to, I need to have millions of audience members. That's my priority. That's, that, that's my priority. So with that being said, it was a little bit, it was devastating. I, I was so, I had so much trouble getting my feet back on the ground that I was in a perfect position to do some sulking instead of some hulking. I could have easily sulked, but I decided to hulk. Ready? And by the way, for the record, guys, I, uh, I almost did sulk. And when I say sulk, I mean I almost just closed all of my social media accounts, stopped making videos, and I was just going to do a, a marketing agency and help companies get business. I could, I would, I would still have been stupid rich, but I wouldn't have gotten famous. I want to be rich and famous. I want to be, I want to be well known is what I mean. I want to be like a, I will be, I will be, I will be. There are lines in there. Oh, did you see the spirit orb? I'm just kidding. I, my purpose is to help people, but I want to be the face of it, just like Gary V. Grant Cardone or Ty Lopez. Mostly Ty Lopez. I kind of want that. Uh, no, a mix of all of them, but with a lot of me, because I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite different. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed, just that stature. I'd like to get that. I'd like to get those numbers of audience members. That's kind of where I'm going. So I almost stopped following that path. Dry mouth big time. An hour, 42 minutes, guys. Holy crap. So because I stopped following that path, because I almost stopped following that path because of my screw up and losing 90% of my audience because I was a stupid, dumb drunk on my lives. So how did I hulk? 
How did I hulk through that? I had to rebuild my audience, which is good. I had less than 100,000. I, I believe I, I had less than 10,000 people. Less than 10,000 people. So, I mean, starting over was no big deal. And there are still some people that still follow me, but it's less than 10%. If, you, if, anyone, here, if anyone here followed me for over two years, please put it down there. Please put it, I just spit. Please put it down. If you followed me for over two years, we should know each other. We should connect and we should get on the Skype. And I owe you a debt of gratitude for following me through my, yeah, wipe. It's just, there. I'm drooling because I got dry mouth. It's kind of like a contradiction. I got dry mouth and I'm spitting. Okay, so if you follow me, leave it there. I'm gonna contact you later and I'll say, Thank you for being a dedicated follower. So how did I hulk through that? That was devastating. Like I said, I almost went behind the computer and not show and not did this, which is what I really need to do if I want to be famous. I need to do this. I need to, I almost quit doing this. And the reason I didn't quit doing this and decided to start over some people kept following me, like I said. I'm going to check out the comments after. On all platforms, if you've been following me for over two years, put it down. And if you've seen me do my shenanigans, my drunk shenanigans, put that too. I'll get a kick out of that. Maybe we'll get... I know uh, the Income Beast has. I know Ray Tarlay has. Okay. So, um, what did I do? That one was friggin' simple. I cleaned up my act. <laughs> That was simple. I cleaned up my act. At first, I made a conscious decision that when I get hammered, I don't put it on video. I slipped a couple of times along the way, but I started trying to get better, and I did. I, I, I went online maybe once a month instead of twice a week. It was, a, it was an improvement. And then I stopped going online when I was drinking, but I was still drinking. And then eventually I stopped drinking completely. So that kind of was my way of hulking that situation. Because right now, 10,000 audience members, I'll get that in a week. So it's like I built the skills to do that. But what I'm saying is I did only lose 90% of like 7,000 at the time. I lost like nine. There was another spirit orb. Did you guys see that? Did you see it go like this? And it wasn't here. It was not friggin', it was not here. It wasn't here, I, it was, I didn't see it here, I saw it there. It wasn't here, man. It's just, stuff is freaky stuff. I'm at, well, I'm gonna tell you right now, I got a message. Did I finish that one? Because then I'll get into the spirit orb thing. I'm doing a live on this, not tomorrow, the day after. I got documentation, yo. I have videos, really cool stuff. I, th I still think they're particles of dust, or I think it's a reflection of something from the light. I'm not saying I believe in that stuff, but what I do say is that they come in in a weird little way on the videos. Like this morning, someone sent me one, uh, 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 shout out, Jeff Prow. He goes, he, he didn't even know that people were sending me these videos all the time. I'm taking a spirit, op spirit orb curveball. He didn't even know that people send me these all the time. I get videos all the time. 
people saying, Mark, look at all the spirits around you. You had an orb right in front of your nose for like three seconds. And they're all sending me these all the time. But I don't talk about them because I'm like, poor people. This is this is dust. This is dust. And the way it's going around because of... But then I started looking at them. And I, I, I went into the wormhole of uh, spirit orbs and paranormal stuff. And then I started... Uh, a little mini curveball. I do what I, I do something called vlogs, guys. I'm going to save this for another live, but I want you to know I do something called uh, D logs, D logs. I do them every day, sometimes twice or three times a day. It's my way of journaling, but I do it on video instead of having to write it down all the time. I now do it on video, so I have like D log number one from. This morning, I did two so far today. I'm going to do another one after this live. Just a short one to say, hey, Mark, what's up, buddy? Did you have, a, we had a good day today. We went through the, the new funnel. Then we did a Facebook live. And we also worked on the new Immortal Content Course. So I, I kind of go through my day and I go through my thoughts and I do D-logs like this. They're for nobody. They're, nobody sees them. They're in a secure drive. They're not, when I'm filming them, there's no internet connection. It's on a separate, well, when I do it on a phone, I disconnect. It goes into a, a certain drive that is not connected to the internet. So nobody can hack them and see them. So I can be completely transparent to myself. And that's how I journal, number one. That's how I document my life with no filter to myself. If I need to take notes, I do it that way. I'll go D-log number two. I just had this crazy idea for content. Here's what we're going to talk about. Or if I have a business idea, I do it like that, just through this. So my D-log collection is pretty intense. And there were a couple of times in the D-logs that I felt literally like someone was with me in the D-log. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I, I would get super cold and super friggin' white. And like my eyes would get all veiny. And then you see goosebumps literally go like, I'm like, and I'm, Mark, what the heck's going on? And I point the camera and I get all cold and clammy. And I'm like, sometimes I felt like, sometimes like my dad was there. So I'd start talking to him. And then it was like, it was crazy. I would like, my teeth would shatter. And I have it all on video. That's the crazy part because I'm, they're my own personal D-logs. And then after people started sending me these spirit orb things, I go, okay, let's go look on YouTube to see if it's a bunch of crazy cukes, cukes, crazy kooks like the flat earthers. No offense to the flat earthers. The earth is not freaking flat. I got some freaking hate for that, by the way. Oh my God, what's wrong with people? I got some hate for that. My YouTube video about flat earthers. Flat earthers got mad at me. They go, how could you be so dumb and so closed-minded? The earth is not round. Why don't you look at the facts? I'm like, whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I don't want to offend spirit orbers. <laughs> is that what you would call them? But I got to tell you guys, I was like, looking at like some educated friggin' people. I'm, I'm not kidding, like educated people with some pretty crazy theories. Now I'm getting all freaked out. I'm like, I'm all alone here, everybody. But 
when I looked at the videos, it was kind of cool. Like you see, like one, like this morning, Jeff sent me one, and he didn't know that I regular regularly get them. So the thing just is just, and it, it doesn't look like dust at all, at all. And it kind of goes, it goes, and it comes flying in, and it just hangs out right in my face as I'm teaching. It's like, and it goes, when it takes off, I'm like, oh my god, that was friggin' weird. And as they're showing YouTube videos of footage, mine is way better. I, I started looking. People send them to me all the time. Mark, look at the orb around you. Different people. Like, thank you, fans. Stop sending them, please. You're freaking me out. But I'm going to do a live on all of that. I'm going to share with you guys some of the clips. So you can be the judge, your own judge, of what's going on around me. And I think I'm going to share with you guys a couple of clips of my vlogs. Like, I don't share those at all. I may need to omit some names with like beep, but I may share with you guys some of the clips where you literally see me turn like a friggin' ghost. Physically, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary, and it's extremely real. Like when I get goosebumps and when I go into, almost go into shock, and when I'm talking to my father, it almost you can almost feel his response crazy stuff there we go that was a curveball like no other hey maybe this part will go viral but people are not going to sit through all my ramble of one hour and 52 minutes let's go we got hey let's get comfy one hour 52 minutes where do we got we got uh six six hours and eight minutes to go Okay, so that's what I did when my dad died. Um, I just fueled that, fueled that pain into hulking instead of sulking. Next, I did, I, you know, this could be a mini course. <laughs> I, I owed $250,000 in taxes, okay? I owed $250,000 dollars in taxes because of bad accounting number one number two because I love to spend money and I was spending every dollar that came in I was making hey look when you're making a 200 grand per year in computers between 150 and 250 so I'd average about 200 grand per year it doesn't take much time to accumulate a debt of a quarter million dollars. So when uh, Revenue Canada, I was saying this earlier, you don't go to jail for in Canada for taxes. You don't. You do in the States though. Oh my God, did I, did I start there and I ended up, where did I go from there? I started that a long time ago, like half an hour ago. Then I went to not, the drinking, then I went to the spirit orb. How many more things do we have? Let's go through the last ones quick because two hours, this is unbelievable. Oh, Stephanie's not even here. She may have went upstairs. I don't want her wandering around up there. She would have came down. She can't get up there. You know what? I'm, uh, I've been on this thing for a while. I was joking at the beginning on being on this long. Okay. Taxes. 
instead of sulking, I decided to hulk. So I owed $250,000 in taxes. What did I do? Uh, oh my God, I could have easily sulked. I could have declared bankruptcy and I could have, uh, what could I have done? Paid the bankruptcy payments and that's about it, I guess. But I still did do those things, but I did them in a different way, okay? Let's be clear here. I, I was going to say, what's the difference between what I, what I did and what's the difference between sulking and hulking? Well, for me, here's what I did. I did a couple of things. First of all, yes, I had to declare bankruptcy. I'm not paying back 250 grand. Forget that. I didn't want to. I, maybe it was the wrong decision to do. I said, no credit for nine years or seven years. I'll take it. Take care of that 250, please. It's like what? I'm gonna pay back 200. I'm gonna pay back a quarter of a million dollars. Don't take, don't take this advice, especially if you're American. But my options were this: I pay back 250 grand, or and and I got good credit, so I could get a lease on a car and get a mortgage, or I keep the 250 that I make to myself, and I got no credit and buy stuff cash. I'm taking the bankruptcy. Thank you very much. Maybe not the wise choice at long term, but I'll tell you what it did do when I did when I decided to do that. It gave me the cash mentality, yo. It did. I was so pissed off, and I uh, so what I did was I declared bankruptcy. I hulked. I did not sulk. I did not say, "Here's my little uh, bankruptcy trustee payment," because I declared bankruptcy. Now I'm going to wait for nine years and, you know, I got no credit. That would be sulking. That would be sulking. Or sulking would also be, I'm going to chip away at the old 250 grand, just like a goddamn student debt. And, you know, I'll be out of this mess in 20 years. That would be sulking. That would be sulking. I decided to, well, I just hulked because I was like, F this. Take care of my debt. Yeah, yeah, bankruptcy, bankruptcy, bankrupt me. Let's do it. No credit, no problem. Are, are we done? Do I have my little monthly payments? Okay, are we okay? Can I go make money now? Well, it didn't matter if they could or not. I'm going to make money while all this is going through because that's the bankruptcy thing. Now I got to buy a house. I got to buy a, a car. My car is 80 grand. My house is, you know, 400 grand. I got to go make money. Let's go make some money now. And I hulked. I was like, let's go. Freelance cash, baby. You want me to fix your computer problem? You know what you need? You need a better website. Let's start making calls. You need an upgrade. This is not picking up. This is not the colors. I was kind of, was I kind of doing branding before I was doing branding? Maybe a little bit. I was using Dreamweaver, HTML. I was doing a lot of freelance stuff. I was doing a lot of... Uh, government, sub-government sub contracts, common look and feel of the government of Canada, CLF. You guys may not know it, the Americans. Uh, a lot of stuff that needed to be optimized for blind people, deaf people, I knew how to do that. So I would contact agencies and say, you need, th this, is, this, is, this is illegal. 
You're going against government standards. You need to get this fixed or else they're going to come down on you. I know how to make, I, I know how to optimize this so a blind person could go through your website. You need this done. This is not an option. I'll be there tomorrow. When can I meet with you? We're going to get this fixed for you so your boss doesn't come crapping down on you. My name is Mark Lalone. When are you available? We need to, I need to show you what's wrong and why the shit's going to come down on you, basically. And I mean, I, was, I'm, I, I do sales, right? So I just started booking all kinds of stuff and working out little contracts, going, not even going through Mercs. Like, I mean, make, make, making stuff happen because I needed cash because I could not get credit. So because I decided to hulk instead of sulk, and I did a lot more freelance jobs, don't even worry about it, guys. I was like, I was going to make, I was just making money because it was my only option and I liked the nice things. So I went out and made money, but here's the beautiful thing. When everything was settled with my bankruptcy and I got credit back and all that stuff, I just gained myself a massive skill and it's the skill and the ability to go out and get it, you know, to go out and get it. I'm a go-getter, you know, I was going to make a joke, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold back. I used to have a t-shirt that said, I'm a go-getter. My girl works. I go get her. Thank you, Russ Hardy. If you're watching, you gave me that shirt. If you see this, Russ, how are you, brother? We got to get together for some karaoke. I'm just chilling out. So um, I earned more cash because I know credit for nine years. There you go. So in that situation, I decided to hulk instead of sulk. Yay, we broke two hours. We broke through. We broke two hours, folks. Two hours on a live. Only six hours to go. Next challenge. Ah, fudge. Mark, fudge. Fudge, Mark, fudge. Oh, you want to do that? Veracos vein. Let's go there. Let's go there. When I was young, I had a Veracos vein in my leg, in my left leg right here at the back of the leg. It was a huge varicose vein. They say the varicose vein, what, what, uh, varicose vein is basically one of these veins that go like this. You guys familiar with them? I had a varicose, when I was young, how old was I? I guess I was about 12 or 13. I had a varicose vein that went through the back of my leg and it was cosmetic. It was, was it cosmetic? Let me think here, because we had a problem with that. Why was it paid for? Maybe I was 12. Bottom line is it looked disgusting and I was a self-conscious little kid. I used to skateboard and uh, when I wore shorts, people would make fun of me. Well, they wouldn't make fun of me very long. I had a skateboard, yo. But it was like, it was just, it was just gross. It, I was worried about it cosmetically as a kid, a 12-year-old kid. So I had a varicose vein that went, it was thick and it went down my whole leg, down the back of my hamstring, all the way down to my calf, literally from my scrotum to my ankle. And I wanted it removed. So 
And it was, it was so twisty that they say extended, it would have been like three times the length of my leg. So it was like, it was a really big and thick and I didn't like the look of it. So when we got it removed, it was free because it was considered uh, uh, an issue. Uh, uh, it was considered a bit of a health issue because it could get tangled or, I can't really remember guys, to be honest with you, but the bottom line is we did not have to pay cosmetic. My parents didn't have to pay plastic surgery or cosmetic fees. So we got it removed. Uh, how did they do it? They cut up in the t near my scrotum, like up at the top. They made an incision there. They made an incision at the ankle and they said, all they got to do is go slip it out like a, like a, like a string of spaghetti. Okay. So surgery gets done, no problem. They put a, they wrap up my whole leg in like a tensor bandage. They say, take it off in two days because you know, the it's like a compression thing. It compress, cause there's a big, there's a big gap apparently. The blood's still going through the, the gap that they pulled out the big vein out of. How's that? Should I be a medical doctor? How, could this be a medical show? Any doctors watching? Am I explaining this properly? Well, if there's any doctors watching, I wonder if my doctor's watching. Uh, I want to drop the name so bad. I want to drop the name so bad, but I won't. He screwed up, okay? What he did was he took out the wrong vein. So two days later, when I took off the tensor bandage, it was still there. I'm like, there's a scar up here. There's a scar down there. They took a big vein out and my vein's still there. Double <laughs> WTF, right? So here's what happened. He took out the wrong vein. He took out a vein that was actually useful. A vein that was necessary, like a friggin' artery thing. Like he took, they, he took out and discarded uh, a, a, an important vein. But when I called, he said, oh, no, 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 don't worry. That's fine. It's, uh, it's just the tunnel where the blood is still going through. Uh, put the tensor bandage back on and it'll compress it. So I waited for a week and say, oh, it's okay. It's going to eventually go. Don't worry about it. It's fine. That's the doctor's name I wanted to drop. I still remember it, but I won't. But I won't because we got our money. So here's what happened. Well, we got our money. Actually, that's my dad. My dad decided to hulk on that one. My dad, or was it my mom? It wasn't me. I was too much of a little wuss. But the bottom line is, we got a second opinion, and they took out the wrong vein. So there was a lawsuit that was in order. And see, that's not a good example of me hulking. But that's an example of my dad hulking instead of sulking. But my dad didn't sulk. My dad doesn't know the meaning of that word. <laughs> My dad didn't know the name, the meaning of that word, but the regular person would have lived with it because that's what he said. Just live with it. Come back in. Well, actually what happened was we got the vertical vein removed and he, he couldn't do it in a spaghetti strip like that. He had to do like a bunch of incisions. I got scars all the way back on my leg. It's a big complex vein. And then he connected certain things so that the artery or the big vein that he took out, I'd be okay. So the second doctor fixed me up. And if you were to sulk, 
you would just do nothing about it. If you were to hulk, you would sue the doctor's ass. And again, I can't take credit for that because it wasn't me. It was, <laughs> it was Pops. <laughs> Pops smashed. Hulk smash, Pops smashed. So yeah, that shouldn't even been in this content. I guess I just wanted to talk about my gross vein. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, because the whole purpose here is hulking versus sulking. And I didn't do the so I didn't do the hulking. That was my dad that did the hulking. But still, he did the hulking. He could have sulked it. He could have sulked. But then, I mean, at the end of the day, it was fixed. So what did hulking do? It got us a crap load of money. So yeah, I guess I guess there was a benefit to hulking, right? Yeah, for sure. If I would have just sulked, it wouldn't have been sulking because I was fine with it. I'm like. All I, all I cared about, I didn't even care about the important vein. I'm just like, get this off of my leg. Yeah, and I go to go skateboard again and wear my short shorts and go to the gym in my hot skins with my... <laughs> hot skins, you guys remember those? Okay, two hours, seven minutes. Hulking versus sulking will actually... Let me, let me, let me, let me state why it's still important. Because there were situations where instead of sulking, instead of not doing anything, I hulked. There we go. So sulking, hulking, I wouldn't cry about it, but I could have done nothing about it. But instead of doing nothing about it, I did something about it, and it was lucrative. Okay? There we go. We could work with that. I, I, I think I was just looking to put down things that you guys didn't know about me, probably. What's the next one for kicks? When a company doesn't pay you, uh, <clears throat> that happened. That happened a lot to me, but I found a really cool solution for that one. That's a simple one for me. Very simple. Very very simple. Um, I've had jobs that haven't paid me because I was a contractor. That's when I lost out big though, because I used to make like 20, 20 grand a month or whatever. Twenty some months over twenty grand. So if I work three months, that's sixty grand owed. I've lost that much in contracts because the contracting vehicle, something, well, a lot of reasons, a few reasons. I've lost several, five, several tens of thousands of dollars in the past because in the consulting world, you don't get paid sometimes for three months. And if something doesn't go through and there's a mismatch on the contract and you kind of like the hours you worked, you put in, were not put in on the right dates. A lot of stuff that quite frankly, I didn't understand and I kind of took the hit. I'm like, oh, it's okay. We'll make up for it next month. I did. I was a little wuss and in some, it, uh, it depends on the situation, but this is when I started. I remember one specific contract, but now with what I do, I don't, yeah. There, 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 there are situations where I can still not get paid, but 10,000, yeah, yeah, in the tens of thousands. So it's still money. And really it should be about the principle, right guys? Right? It should be about the principle, whether it's 10,000 bucks or whether it's 2,000 bucks or whether it's a hundred bucks. Really, you do, you do work, you bring people in, you, yeah, hell with it. Yes. It's principle. It's principle. 
when I, I won't talk about me, but when I screw up on my affiliates, I screwed up a couple of times where I sent double payments, my screw up. You got paid double this week. I will not, I won't talk about me running my business, but it's, if you don't pay your people, it's a real big problem. <laughs> it's a problem uh, from a human standpoint. <laughs> screw business. Again, this ain't about hate. This is about sulking versus hulking. Um, when a company doesn't pay you, you know how I hulk? You know how I hulk? I just don't do the work anymore. I, I, I'm going to generally work up to until I get about 10000 in revenue. And then until I get paid, I stop. I just stop. I just pause. I pause on anything I do if I don't get... I'll earn like up to 10000 because you always have to wait for your money. So in anything I do, generally, uh, in a couple of weeks, in a month, you can earn 10000 Once you have, don't get it twisted, please. Nothing about conceit or being conceited. When you know how to do, when you're good at what you do, when you're okay at what you do, you can reach an income of $10,000 in a month, in a one-month period generally speaking, whether you're recruiting people, whether you're selling stuff, whether you're making videos for people, whatever the thing is you're doing, um, you're going to get to a level where I hope so, where you want to make, you want to be able to bring your new income stream up to 10 grand within a month. That's generally, if you, that's what you want to work. That's what you want to eventually be able to do. I'm going to say something that Jim Rohn said, and I'm going to stick to this because it's, 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 it's the most important line. Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins thanks Jim Rohn today for this line again. For things to get better, you got to get better. You got to get better. Learn how to do something. Learn how to do Facebook ads. Buy a course. Buy a, buy a $1,000 course and learn. Spend 40 hours, 80 hours, 200 hours learning how to do it. It's your university. You can't just place a Facebook ad. Buy my, uh, buy my immortal content course. It's 500 bucks. I'm giving away 100 free copies. You'll get it for free. Show up on, I'll give it to you for free. Go on uh, asklalonde.com slash IC. Asklalonde.com slash IC. Show up on May 30th. It's not this Thursday. It's not the day after tomorrow. It's in two Thursdays. Show up. I'll give it to you. I'm giving 100 copies for free, maybe a couple more. If you're there, I'll hook you up. Uh, yeah, all I meant to say is learn the skills. Oh, yeah. I'll earn $10,000 in the company, generally speaking, about that. And then until I got the money in my hand, I just stop working. Because most companies, they see you know what you're doing. You got up to 10 grand. They're like, they're going to pay you. Or if they don't, well, then you lose 10 grand. Or sometimes they'll partially pay you until you're paid in full, yo. And make it clear to them. Don't be mad. That's how you hulk that shit, that stuff. You say, okay, I, I started working. Now I, I need, once I get that, I'll continue. So while I wait, I'm going to just go work on something else. There you go. Instead of sulking and say, where's my $10,000? I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting, but I'll keep recruiting or I'll keep, no, just put it on pause. Make sense?
Make sense? Makes sense. Good. I hope so. That's how you hulk instead of sulk. You don't hulk smash. You hulk by saying, I'm done until. What is it? Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Okay. Um, I'm going to close it off with one quick thing, okay? Um, body weight. Um, I don't know if I should touch this, but I will because I've suffered it myself. The topic today, if you're just tuning in on two hours and 15 minutes into this live, if you're just tuning in, uh, we're rolling into the morning, aren't we? Thursday morning. If you're just tuning in, it's about hulking versus sulking. Are you going to sulk or are you going to hulk through any challenge that pops up in your life? Since we're two hours and 15 minutes in, you can, you can imagine, we've gone through quite a few of them, and some of them are pretty, pretty out of there. And we were supposed to have a guest, but I guess, I guess I'm going to have to fire her. She's late. She was, she was just coming to hang out. We we're going to go, do, go through. She's not late. We we're going to go through some stuff. Speak of the devil. Look, my personal assistant is what I'm talking about. Come on. You know, it's probably possible that she's out there waiting. Like, literally. She does not want to come on video. Look, got a chair ready for her and everything. She's going to be doing support. She'll be answering your calls. She'll be doing all that stuff. But she doesn't want to do videos. I said, can you just do one? Come on, Steph. Just one. You don't have to say anything. Just say hello. I'll introduce you. She's going to do it, but I have a real funny feeling. I should take this and we should go surprise her. I, I don't want to do that, though. don't want to freak her. Well, we're friends. <laughs> I don't want to freak her out. She's just, it's not cool. Someone doesn't want to be on camera. I'm, I'm not into that. So maybe I'll just use her chair to do this. Here we go. Body weight. Fat weight. It's a problem. It was a problem for me, so I'm going to talk about it uh, really quickly. I can sulk or I can hulk. And believe me, I have done my share of sulking when it comes to being overweight. Big time overweight. Right now, I'm a lean, mean, 216-pound fighting machine, maybe? I think I was 217 this morning. Hey, I mean, that means 17 pounds to go. 17 pounds to go. Getting rid of... Just to get, well, now I'm trying to get like a little bit athletic-like, a little athletic, but I don't need to be athletic. I'm happy. I'm, I'm healthy enough now. But when I was almost 280 pounds, that was, there was a crossroads there for me. That was, a, that was, a, that was either, that was either, no, after about 260, 260 for me, I could have either went that way that way or that way? It was a crossroads. Or that, or that way or that way. There, that's better. I could have went that away or that away or that away. <laughs> trying to get the angle right. That away or that away. I could have put on weight or lost weight. And by sulking, by sulking instead of hulking, I was putting on weight fast. I got the frame. I'm 6'1". I'm six foot one. I got big, mu well, big. Mu I got, I got fair muscularity. I got fair, fair amount of muscle on me. 
wouldn't be hard for a guy like me to break 350 pounds. No way. I'm 6'1", and I'm, I'm built. I got big, not, I'm not like a bodybuilder, but I got like amounts of muscle on me. It's like there's muscle there, so that's heavy. So just the muscle alone is heavy. If I add on a nice layer of fat, I'm breaking 300, breaking 350. Heck, if I really let go, I could hit 400 pounds. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. So with that being said, when I hit 270, 260, I started sulking. I did. I said, oh, I feel so sorry for myself. I'm so fat. I can't breathe. I'm so tired. I'm, you know, I'm, I'll never be in shape. All that negative talk. Feeling sorry for myself. Playing victim. I don't have time to, you know, make my salad. I, it's just so much easier to go to McDonald's at the drive-thru. It's, drive-thru is so much easier. I don't have time. Just making these bullshit stories in my head, right? So then I was sulking, I was playing victim. That's a freaking slippery slope, that one. I didn't want to get into it, really, but because it changed my life, I must get into it. I decided to hulk at 276 pounds, and I mean, Hulk smash. Instead of sulking, I did some freaking hulking last year. That's when I went from 276. That's when I lost 54 pounds and 52 pounds in 54 days. I lost over 50 pounds in two months because I decided to hulk. Now, I got some tips for you here, okay? And I'm, in, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm going to tell you this. I'm not going to sell you any products. Just move and eat the... Google eat right and exercise. Eat right and exercise. What's eating right? Google good foods. I'm not going to get into that. What I'm going to say is that transition from sulking to hulking, from sulking and putting on weight to hulking and getting lean is one of the hardest ones in my experience. It's hard. That transformation, that shift is super, super hard. So here are the tips of, uh, that I used. The need to avoid pain is greater than the need to gain pleasure. I think we all know that if you watch me regularly. I say it all the time. It comes from Tony Robbins. So I was thinking about how painful would it be to either be 276, my heaviest, for the rest of my life, for the rest of the days I have on this earth, to be that body weight. I was having trouble breathing, guys. I was starting to be that body weight or be heavier. How painful. If you sulk, you're going to put on more weight or be like this the rest of your life. I used to visualize that and say, hell no. Hell no. And that would work. That would work. So it was like, if I sulk, I go that way. If I hulk, I could drop this stuff. That was number one I thought of. How painful, and just spit again, how painful would it be to stay at this weight for the rest of my life? I got one life, y'all. One life, y'all. I'm not going to be with the woman of my dreams if I... Ah, actually, that's not true. I take that back. I retract that statement. True, true love is true love, apparently. 
apparently. I don't, shouldn't even, why the heck did I go there? Realize that it will get easier. That's another thing you gotta, you gotta put in your mind that I put in my mind because it's very hard to work out first thing in the morning. It's very hard to sweat. Sweat is your fat crying, they say. It's crying. Crying is not fun. Sweating is not fun. But it does get easier. And if you realize that, it makes the process easier. It makes the beginning easier. If you keep telling yourself. Because people who don't know this, they don't, some people don't know that it gets easier. When I was a personal trainer many moons ago in my 20s, I used to train people, and they're like, oh, this is a nightmare. I'm like, yeah, but it's going to get easier. They're like, what do you mean it'll get easier? How could this get easier? They don't know that it gets easier. They think when they go to the gym, that's what it's always going to be at the gym. But it does, it's not always that at the gym. Your muscles get stronger. You, your body gets used to it. You get healthier. You start losing body fat. Your heart rate gets better. You, it gets easier. So if you know that, then the painful times, you're like, this is temporary. The pain is temporary, okay? And number three is, realize that it's so hard to lose weight. Not to, not to discourage you, but it's so hard to lose body fat. It's hard, yo. It's so hard that less than 1% of people can do it and keep it off. So, why should that encourage you? Because then you can say, I'm in that 1%. I'm that good. It's a power trip. It is. It pushes you. I bet you she's right there. I bet you anything she's right there. She's just around the corner. She can, I bet you she's peeking in and waiting till I'm done. It's okay. We'll get her on next time. I promise. I'm going to convince her. I'm going I'm to charm her into it. This is a strictly professional thing, by the way, guys. Like, for real. I don't want you getting that twisted. She's Stephanie. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to introduce her when she's on. She, next time I'll get. She's gonna come on. But she's doing all of the branding university support. She'll be answering your questions. She'll be there. Will be autoresponders going from my personal Facebook profile that will send you a message to go to my either the wealthy trainer page or the branding university page, and Stephanie will be dealing with you guys. She'll be doing that. If you have a problem logging into Branding University, she'll take care of it. Any kind of problems, unlocking a course, she's a, she's a software developer. She's, she's freaking smart for, for, I don't know, how old is she? 22, 25? Uh, okay, I already said too much. That's why I want to introduce you to her because it's not, it's not like that. I'm just people tuning in. She's an awesome. I'm, she worked with me before. Some of you may know, but she did. Do you guys remember when Stephanie was helping out when she was in university? Some of you may remember. Now she's done. She's looking for work. Personal assistant. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be, well, it's going to be awesome. You guys know that. I got help from you guys. I got help from VAs that do like, my staff is all virtual. If I want a Starbucks, I got nobody to get it for me. This is not fair. I should not. I'm not. I'm stopping. If I'm going to do jokes, she's got to be right here so that we could banter if we have to. She could defend herself. I just, I know she hears me if she's there. 
So I'm kind of doing it on purpose a little bit. So guys, that's, that's going to be it for tonight. You know why? Because we're four minutes away from breaking two and a half hour live. Woo! Not bad. Not bad. New record. It's got to be a new record. So I got three minutes to ramble. I'm going to go on and say this. Today, we talked about when something bad happens to you, you have two choices. You can sulk or you can hulk. What are you going to do? I just shared a bunch of examples with you guys. If you're just tuning in on the live, <coughs> put the... Uh, actually, I could, I could loop this. Want me to loop this? I can... Ah! Guys, guys, I don't give a crap. I don't give a crap. Did you see right there? Right there. It came in. It was a... It was a Okay, it was either a spirit orb, as all these, all these people say online, or I got to look more into that. That one was obvious. It was not here in front of me. It was not here, but I saw it in the lens go right beside my face. It kind of went like this in the lens, but it wasn't here. Would that be a spirit orb? I'm ignorant to this stuff. I have no idea. Okay, guys, I'm shutting this off. I'm going to get Stephanie. She's, I know she's there. She has to be there. I see someone peeking too. Okay, guys, have an amazing uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday, the 21st of May. And that's it. We broke two, we're about to break two and a half hours. And that's the lesson for today. When you're in a, when you're in a challenging situation, you can either choose to sulk, cry, or hulk, power through it. If you're just tuning in live, check out the replay or what I'm going to do. I'm going to see if this looping thing works right, right from here. So this should stop the live and it should loop on all platforms. So as soon as I do this, it's going to go back to the beginning and now because it may take some time to compile, I think. Okay, guys. I'll see you all on social media. Have a good night. Bye-bye now. Thank you for watching or listening. I hope this content has helped you in any way, maybe motivated, inspired you. Maybe it's triggered an idea. Maybe it's gotten you out of a rut. Maybe it's simply entertained you. Listen, I'm just an ex-computer consultant guy who lost his way to drugs and alcohol and eventually became homeless. From rock bottom, I cleaned up, I clawed my way back into the workforce, I shifted into running my own business, I've been retired from the corporate world for seven years now, and I've never looked back. If you want to follow me on my journey or maybe even connect further, you can either go to my blog at thewealthytrainer.com, that's thewealthytrainer.com, or you can click the link in the description if you're watching this video. Mark Lalone signing off and I'll see you on the inside. Bye-bye now.